Hi, and welcome to the Female Health Podcast. My name is Mary Jo McGuire, owner of MJ Nutrition. I have a degree and master's in nutritional science, and I'm studying to be a nutritional therapist also. I work with women every day who want to lose weight, improve their relationship with food, hack their hormones, regulate their cycle, restore their periods, learn about nutrition for hormonal balance, help women come off the pill, and lots more. This podcast will be a place to talk about all things female health related, from periods, the pill, weight loss, diets, fertility, acne, PMS, and lots, lots more. I hope this platform to be educational and empowering so women can take charge of their health, their hormones, so they can feel and look their best at all stages. By Laura. So Laura is a spiritual mentor and healer. So if anyone who has listened to the podcast before, this is something quite new. Haven't really delved into this that much. Like I do tap into like conversations about it and what I like about it myself but I've never had a guest on talking about it so Laura I'm so excited to have you here today and to chat about this and to open our minds more into this world and um, thank you so much for joining us. Hello Mary Jo thank you so much for inviting me to come onto the podcast to talk about divine feminine energy and spirituality it's something really close to my heart and I'm excited to share this with you and your listeners yes yeah um so people who are listening to this are probably like what even is this but before we get into like the divine feminine and spirituality um I do you want to just like introduce yourself um so was what like what was your like career progression to get into this kind of area because I guess when you go to school it's not like I'm going to be a divine feminine and spiritual mentor and healer like it's not really something that you hear about so how did this kind of transpire yeah, sure. So my name is Laura. I'm known as Laura Lifts on social media. And my journey to discovering the divine feminine energy and how it can influence my life and also my work has been a long one. So I will do my best to shorten it and explain to the best of my ability, I suppose. I was very much in my teenage years insecure and didn't really feel connected to what it is that I wanted to do and that led me to following the crowd and doing what everyone else was doing always searching for the answers outside to me and always putting other people on a pedestal and what that meant is I went down the journey where I'm sure a lot of your listeners could potentially relate to this especially if they are similar age to him to me of thinking the way to success is to go to college go to university get a degree and then get a full-time job and while that does work for people and a lot of people are really happy following that path what I realized later down the line in my mid-20s was I hadn't been really true to who I was and I was making decisions on the basis of what I feel I should be doing and that caused me to find myself in a position where I didn't feel truly happy or connected to the truth of who I was and that led me to ask questions. Now I went down the path of doing a social work degree in university. I've always had this inner desire to want to help people and that then went on through progression in that career and getting a full-time job and it was very stressful I found my escape from the stress in training at the gym and this is where the lifts come from because initially my Instagram page was all around like fitness and progression and strength and I went on a huge journey there with body image and restriction which is a whole other topic and conversation but I just noticed this real pattern of never feeling good enough and feeling really disconnected and almost like on this busy hamster wheel of life of chasing something but not really knowing what I'm chasing because whenever I reached a goal or a milestone it never felt enough and I was always looking to the next thing so even when I got the job and the long-term relationship and you know, the body goal or the the weight that I, I was aiming towards on the scales, it was like, oh, this doesn't feel like I thought it was going to feel. What's going on here? And I was just in this place of living my life for other people than myself. And it was just a choice that I was making because I had been led to believe that that was the key towards happiness and success 
success. Now, with my issues with body image, I focused on thinking the way that I was going to build my confidence because I had a lot of insecurities from teenage years was through changing how I looked and focused so much on the image, on the body, on all of the external things and that never fulfilled what I was seeking and then during that process I was even at a point in the fitness space of wanting to look at doing a bodybuilding competition I'm so glad that I didn't do that and that's no disrespect to people who are listening that might be in that field or have done them in the past I'm just glad I didn't because I wasn't in the right frame of mind to do that and it wouldn't have been the right thing at all so I then started to get into the personal development world And this is kind of how it worked for me. And I began to listen to a lot of podcasts. I began to read lots of different books. I started to ask different questions. I started to look at my life patterning, the decisions that I've made, whether I felt happy or not, what how I wanted my future to look. And I realized that there's definitely got to be more to life than what I'm creating and what I'm doing right now in this moment. And that is when... I started to discover spiritual practices and spirituality, like the likes of Gabby Bernstein. She was an introduction to this whole spiritual process. And it just went from there. It was a case of me realizing that the things I was seeking outside of me to make me feel better from within, I was doing that the wrong way. And it was, in fact, a process of me going inwards and wanting to get to know myself and improve the relationship with myself so I always knew I had this potential within me I always knew I wanted to help people on certain levels or a certain scale but I just didn't know how that looked and then when I started to do the inner work that's when the clarity came and then the divine feminine energy and the divine masculine energy was a byproduct of me doing the work on myself and then exploring this energetic part of us so we've obviously got the physical part of us in the world but we've also got this energy part that can't be seen so if you think about law of attraction and manifestation it's everywhere now isn't it we see it all on social media i do believe in the laws of the universe and the law of attraction and the fact that we co-create our reality and the divine feminine and the divine masculine are a huge part of that and i can explain that a little bit more if you would like me to so i went on this journey really began to implement it for me and started to see huge changes in my lifestyle, my confidence. I, I got more clear. And I was like, this this is real. Like, this is not woo-woo. I know a lot of people just thought, oh, you know, self-development and spirituality, why would you waste, waste your time? But I just wasn't in that space because I started to see so much progression. And then from there, around this current time I was really called to create my own business and reach out or at least share my message to the women who are ready to hear it and are in alignment with what I'm saying or might resonate with my story to then help them discover the truth of who they are because the biggest thing for me was living our lives our one life on this planet not stepping into all you can be and not facing that intuitive feeling that knowing that we all have especially as women because we are so intuitive but we shut it off and when we lean into that and we start to ask different questions that's when different answers come and it's almost like we begin to peel back the layers and the onions of everything that we are within and we build up this strength and this courage which then changes and alters how we view ourselves and our perception and what we're admitting to the world which then changes the actions that we take and I know I'm kind of this is just typical of me like if you've listened to any of my podcast episodes I always end up going down like just saying all of this stuff so I'm going to leave it at that for now because that's like the probably the longest introduction ever <laughs> but that's who I am <laughs> really good introduction and I have to say like I resonate with it but I'm sure most listeners would resonate with just following the crowd being insecure doing things because we've been told that's what we should all do the path we should all follow but still then never feeling fully connected with it and then like 
finding like maybe feeling stuck and then going in a different direction like you did um which is I feel so many people do don't they we all just like follow a crowd or follow the path for the first while and not realize what true success and happiness actually means like putting the labels on success and happiness to be the relationship or I don't know the house or the career or whatever it is it's but it's finding that inside and again like you said like with your body like you know there's you can be happy regardless of your shape or size but we can be so on you know you can get to that desired goal of your body size and still you're not happy or confident so it's little to do with the actual physical part of your body it's a lot more to do with your inward and what's going on inside which is the hard work too isn't it like to change that and like to start like making transformations there um but you seem to have done a really good job of that for yourself which is amazing (laughs) thank you and what I will say it's a never-ending journey it's similar to fitness and health it's like you can put the intention behind something and change your lifestyle and your habits but you don't just get to a point where it's like okay everything's fine now I'm just gonna stop putting that effort towards it it is a constant practice because life's always going to be challenging us but you're totally right with what you're saying I think there's a huge misconception and belief in the western world that in order for us to feel the success and the worthiness and the validation and the recognition that we want we have to put it onto the external goals and achievements and that's not to say that goals and ambition is bad because it's not and I'm all for ambitious women believe me I just think when we have this inner belief that it's going to fulfill something within us and then it doesn't, it can often disconnect us, like I say, from our intuition, from our truth and almost disconnect us from living the life that we truly desire because we're doing something that doesn't feel good. And that's when you see a lot of people settling, a lot of people giving their power away and a lot of people feeling in this state of, I don't like to say victim mode or victim mentality because it's 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 a phrase that is quite harsh, but that's the, the energetics almost like, well, I've made this decision now and it's too late for me to change. Like, it's too late for me to leave this relationship. It's too late for me to change this career. It's too late for me to start this business. And it's like, it's actually not too late. Your ego is making you feel like it's too late, yeah. but it's never too late to begin to you know improve your health improve your mindset improve your lifestyle there is so many things now that are available for us and when we start to look at different options the answers come yeah when you're speaking about all that I'm just kind of thinking of like the impact say like previous kind of like generations have on our thought process of say what is what makes you think you worthy and what makes you like achieve be successful so like you know if we go back to our parents time like getting married younger and having kids in your 20s and um having a house and staying rooted in the one place is really like that's success and like you know like that has obviously must have like an impact on us then as like say children or like a you know even just children of the society in general I don't mean from just our parents like that's kind of you know and that'd be you know would be pretty common in both UK Ireland wouldn't it that kind of thought process so that can have such an impact and like when you speak about ego um like we can talk a little bit about what ego means because I think everyone still assumes it means like you're big headed but like with ego like that does that do you think that comes as well like obviously it's ourselves blocking it us from maybe making a change but is is it outside noise as well is it like fear what other people will think and like not like not like performing or doing what we should be doing as such yeah what I would say about ego is I don't think think the ego is necessarily a bad thing if we are able to have awareness how our ego shows up in life because we need the ego in order to keep us safe in order to prevent us from walking in the middle of a busy road because it helps with our our perception of danger and if we completely let go of the ego we're almost letting go of our discernment Mm. The issue comes when we're making decisions from fear with the ego because the ego's job is safety. And if we are always making 
life path decisions and choices from that state of fear and anxiety that's when we're not in faith and we're not in trust so the ego is formed in lots of different ways it can be as part of your self-identity as well of thinking what is available to you and what is possible to you which is often as a result of our subconscious programming and beliefs so you touched on when you're younger and you're in, in an environment where you see people doing the same thing or certain things for a number of years and what I would say is for some people like I've got a best friend who has followed that path and she is so happy and I'm so happy for her and there are people in life that that is their journey I'm talking more to the people who are deep down feeling unhappy and know that they're not doing the things that they really feel called to do or they might be looking at people like yourself Mary Jo online and doing all these amazing things and interviewing all these successful women that you've had on the podcast and think oh well I desire something like that or I would really love to do something like that but but they're sitting in fear and letting the ego keep them stuck and stop stopped in a situation that doesn't fulfill them I'm speaking to those women or men to call them forward to see that it doesn't have to be like that and you actually are so much stronger than what you think and you've got your guidance within so when we're younger we form our subconscious beliefs from our environment from the friendships that we have from the television programs that we watch it all influences our self-perception and then we begin to form an idea as to how we fit in society and what path we should follow in order to be accepted so as you've pointed out the common thing for our age group and our generation is the path that I've already mentioned and getting the house and, and doing all of these things and having the commitments at a young age and we we do that from a state of whether it, if it is it is from ego and fear it is because we're we're looking at filling a void and we think the external goals and achievements are going to help us do that or it could be a state of wanting to people please they want to please your family and want to put other people before you and then you're abandoning yourself and if we link this to divine feminine divine feminine is all about it's not from a selfish stance it's from a place of valuing who you are and your inner voice and trust in that whereas if we're in this place of always wanting to lead from fear or making decisions and in the moment like reacting straight away and not taking the time to respond that's when we build this brick wall and like we can build build like a, a a prison a mental prison for ourselves but also like a physical prison from thinking that this is going to be the thing that we we put out to the external world like I've got the nice car and I've got the amazing relationship but is it is it all that it seems you know is it or and only that only you listening right now can answer that question for you and yeah I think like I say ego it's not a bad thing we do require to have the ego I'm not one of these people who's seeking the ego to be removed although what I will say especially on this journey because like I say it's never it's a never-ending journey I constantly go through these ego deaths where I'm questioning things and hit with fear and then thinking oh where's this coming from and yeah so I hope that answers your question yeah no absolutely and I guess what I'm thinking next is how do we decipher what is our path like I mean that's probably like the million dollar question really like we're kind of all on a journey and I'm trying to figure out what our life path is and everything so how do we I suppose we're never going to fully know we never can know for sure if we're doing the right thing for us but like how do we feel good about do something that makes us feel good and know that or tap into say our intuition more I guess what I'm touching on and so like say for example like someone's in their 20s or you know or even in their 30s now because a lot of my listeners probably are around that age and um like you say, are maybe in a relationship that they're not sure about or they're in a career they're not sure about. How do they decipher what, I suppose, uh, feels good for them and get more inward, I guess, is what I'm trying to ask. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love this question. What I would say is it's a case of shutting out 
the outside noise and spending time with yourself and I'm not suggesting that you go full hermit mood if that's not you and you're an extrovert and you thrive on being around other people it's more about giving yourself some space to reflect inwards what do I want in my life what am I good at you know if I get when I get to the end of my life and I always use this as like a a way of motivating me and I don't know you can look at it as one way or the other but like we don't know how long we're gonna live and we only get one life as this person and it's like getting to the end of your life and looking back what would you regret not doing like what are you being called towards and if you could dream as big as you possibly can and as expansive as you can and what what comes up like when I say spending time by yourself like pen to paper always works for me there's so much power in sitting and writing out your thoughts I know people say oh journaling's not not for me and okay maybe it's not but giving yourself time and just seeing what comes up you'll be surprised and you can make it something that doesn't feel at all like with my journaling sessions quite often I like to create the space where I'm like I'm comfy I might be in my pajamas or a tracksuit and then like light a candle some incense and just make it a vibe and you can put some like high vibe music on or whatever you want just to really raise your vibration energy I find with music that it does really uplift you if you've got certain vibrational frequencies on and there's loads on YouTube that you can access for free and just ask yourself simple questions how are you feeling how how is life right now what is it that you're feeling called towards what are you good at what are your values what do you feel that you are holding back or where do you feel that you're holding back in life where have you been giving your power away where are you giving too much influence to what other people are thinking where are you getting consumed in the social media aspects of what success is yeah. And how are you abandoning yourself in the process? So what I would say is giving yourself the time and the space and the opportunity to go inwards and to reflect and not putting pressure on needing to know the answer right now. Whatever space or time you need and for however long, let that be without judgment. And then the clarity will come. You can even ask your spirit guides your angels you can ask the universe to support you with gaining clarity I'm really big on this and I know it's not for everybody but obviously if you're open-minded it's something that can assist you because they are there to assist and support you and as long as you stipulate what energy you're welcoming into your space you're setting your boundaries that you're only available for guidance from your guides and positive energy you will receive that inspiration and it'll either be in an idea when you're just going through, maybe you're just chilling or in the bath or driving, the idea will come or in the shower, um, creating the space to take a step back from the busyness of life and getting off that hamster wheel and let the ideas flow and understanding that it's not always about knowing every single step of the way. We don't always need to know the whole, the, so I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that and then I'm going to do the other. Although the ego likes us to be able to know that because it feels like we're in control. We're never really in control because life is so unpredictable. Yeah. But if you if you just spend time thinking about, right, this is how I want, what I want to feel like, and then taking it from there, I think that's the biggest like first step. Yeah, no, I love that. And like the whole like idea of letting go and just trusting that it's going to come is the hardest part. And I can say that from experience. Um, like I'm just thinking when you're talking about that, like of a time when I just had to do that. And it was like during lockdown and I was like, it was the second year of lockdown. I think we we're going into 2021. And I was like, we were still like shut down and not going anywhere. And I was like, I was so bored of my life. I was like, I need so much change. I need fun life again I just was lacking it so much and it was then 
I was like journaling and just like writing my thoughts and writing my values and all this kind of I got so into that during lockdown because there was nothing else to do so I was so into like journaling and spending time by myself like everyone kind of had to but um then like my dad just read out this random article one day to me being like freelancers are now like living and working in Portugal or abroad and um I was like oh my god that's so cool and I just like it was like this switch clicked in me and since then like I just moved to Portugal my whole life has been in Portugal since like and it was just I never saw that coming or anything like that and like it wasn't like I even thought about going abroad it wasn't even on my radar to travel or anything so um and everything has changed in my life since I moved here like so uh, it's just really interesting what you're saying just like letting go and as an anxious person letting go is really difficult so um I think for anyone listening like what you said is so so true but trusting and letting go is the hardest part but bear with it I guess because stuff does come to you it could be on the radio like you say could be anything you're just about to fall asleep an idea comes to your head like things like that like it definitely does happen (laughs) you know what with letting go it, it you see this a lot too don't you in the manifestation space it's like just surrender just let go and it can feel very uncomfortable I totally hear you on this what I would say with like surrender and letting go it doesn't mean that you are given up and that's it we're not doing anything now there's different components to it because if we're talking about you know creating a new life or creating a new experience a new self-image or manifesting something we have to trust that divine time is at play and things will come to us at the right time for us and even if we want things by a certain time frame we want the goal by the end of 2022 it it might not be ready for you then and we have this is where the trust aspect comes into it and trust is a huge component in doing this work you know trusting yourself and trusting that you're going to show up for yourself you're going to prioritize your health you're going to make the scary investments you're going to do the the scary things like moving to another country and you know creating a whole new life for yourself you're going to start the podcast you're going to start the business that's all about inner self-trust and I see that energy as masculine energy because we're taking the assertive action okay but then there's this part of the surrender and trusting in a force that goes beyond us and it's bigger than us and it's something that we can't see and this is where the surrender and the releasing and the letting go comes into play and this is very divine feminine energy because we're we're almost saying okay I'm not delusional here I know if I want to change something about my life about how I feel about my body my relationship with myself my health I have to show up and I have to take some form of action that is aligned to that version of me that I'm stepping into and then when you take the action step there's almost like this period of you feel oh nothing's really changed like I've been doing all of these things or taking these steps and then and this is where the trust side comes in where you're letting the delay that's almost of the thing coming into your reality and you're still showing up as that version of you you're not losing faith in the changes that you're making and you know and you expect that the results will come but you're not attached to when the results will come you just focus your energy on how you're feeling within and the more that we fill up our own cup the more that we are in this deep sense of trust that it has to work and if it's not this it's something better it's something better that my logical mind has not been able to process or give me the idea for but there's something kind of beyond there and when we shift that perspective we're opening ourselves up to opportunities that our mind probably hasn't seen before so if you are familiar with something that's called the RAS which is a reticular activating system in the brain its control or its job sorry is to seek out the commands that we give it so if you're in this stage of making a transformation and you're spending time like journaling and doing all the things or maybe meditating which is great 
your RAS will begin to alter what is seeking out that you see in the physical world. So you will see things that have always been there before, but you've never registered it. And then when you create the space to be able to consistently do this work to show up as the version of you has the things that you were already calling in desire and which you do have because if you didn't you wouldn't have the ability to be able to visualize it you know or think of the ideas that means it's possible and your ras will then seek out things and that can be in when you know you're listening to something on the radio when you're driving you could be listening to a podcast someone might say something and it, your ras is immediately switched on because it's like ah that and it that's the guidance and that's the signs that you're being sent from the universe or from your guides, whatever you want to call it, or your higher self. And then this is where the change starts to happen. So it's it's not about sitting at home on your bed and meditating and hoping that Mr. Wright knocks at the door randomly with a bunch of flowers. Like it would be great, wouldn't it, if that happened? But the reality is, is there's certain things that we have to take accountability for creating internal alignment and the only way that our external world is going to change is when we are in this full deep sense of trust with ourselves it's not about perfection here can I just add because nobody is perfect but it's just knowing that if we show up and do the small things each day that will begin to compound and before you know it the results will come so yeah not feeling that we have to know when how um you know all of these things because it just creates an energy of resistance and the energy of resistance will just repel the thing that you're wanting and that can even be like the idea have you ever been wanting to create like content for your social media let's use this as an example and say what do I want to say I really want to post today or really want to post this week I don't know what to say and then it's like we're focusing on not knowing what to say and we're trying to force something to come out when it's just not going to come and it's like oh let's let that go and just get on and do I don't know go to the gym or go and meet your friend for a coffee and then when you create the space and you're enjoying you're in fun and because you made a valid point about not having the fun side of life that that's huge because that's connecting to the inner child but it's also like uplifting your energy And what I found is in that example with the content thing, when I go and divert my attention to something else or I create space, that's when something will come in. And it's it's just having that trust that you don't always need to be going 100 miles an hour and doing all of the things in order to attract success and opportunities. And this is huge with Divine Feminine. You know, that's about creating space and having trust. So, yeah, it's a process and it's a journey and it's, nobody is perfect nobody is perfect that's what I would say yeah no like I think that's really helpful though because I think we all still kind of want an idea of how do we let go and surrender how do we do like it's still like an action-based mindset isn't it like how do I actually do that but for me what helps is just like like kind of what you're saying embodying the person that I want to be or the goal I want so say I want I don't know um I don't know just more Okay, I don't even know what I want right now. <laughs> um, but just say, imagine um, I just want to be more successful in my business. I just like embody like what a successful businesswoman would look like to me. So trying to enact that every day, even if it's not actually happening right now. Say I want like, I don't know, 50 clients a month or something like that. And like, that's my goal. But like just acting as if I had that and being showing mm-hmm. up every day. And like you'd be so surprised of something that could come your way it may not even be what the goal was that you actually initially set out for but it could be something else like so that's something that helps me like in a way let go but like I'm also like embodying the what I want to be like or what to be (laughs) this is huge because people laugh and say oh Laura said woo woo she said spiritual but I'm actually very, very practical as well I do have a lot of even in my human design chart this need to want or desire to be feeling connected to the physical world like grounded I guess that's the word I'm looking for grounded so with this you're speaking to my soul because this is the stuff that I swear by so if you think of the goal or desire you've got or the dream that you've got begin to think about and you can do this when you're journaling well, what daily habits would this version of me have? 
how would they show up every single day what type of boundaries would they have what would they say yes to what would they say no to how would they talk to themselves you know these are the things that are going to alter the habits that you have every single day and the majority of our habits are all subconscious it's just things we do automatically it's beliefs that we've had since we were teenagers and we've led to believe like oh I can't do that because I'm not the type of person you can do something like that and we just label ourselves from that age and it it really begins to influence our adulthood and the steps that we take so when we feel this sense of right okay let's logically look at it I know that the version of me who has let's use more clients because that was your example but more clients or is in an x amount of money in a business is on a different energetic frequency and mindset to where i am now so in order to be able to raise my vibration and get to that level in the mindset then it's about embodying the habits and the actions and the beliefs and the thought processes but there's a little bit more to it than that as well because mindset is huge and i'm a huge advocate for mindset work because i think we can be our you know, our best friends or our worst critic, depending on what you're, what's going on up in the mind. But it's also very important to create safety and alignment within the body. And this is huge with Divine Feminine because if we don't feel safe being that version of us, we will subconsciously self-sabotage and revert back to what feels familiar. So I'll give you an example here. With health, if you're really wanting to work on improving your health and your wellness and you want to get into yoga or, you know, weightlifting or whatever types of movement you would like to do, and it's different to what you were doing right now, but you have that goal of working out four times a week in the gym, let's say, it's then teaching your body to feel safe in that version of you. Because you'll see people who have been like a certain weight or a certain body size, body type, and then they make a change. But if it doesn't feel in alignment with the self-image, if it doesn't feel safe, they'll subconsciously go back to the habits and the patterns and the beliefs that cause them to feel safe. So a lot of the work that I do on myself and also with the women who come into my world is helping them teach their body, their subconscious, that this is part of their self-image and it's safe to be this version of you. It's safe to have the success, the income and the opportunities come into your world because you're just the type of person who has those opportunities. And the more that we have the patience of almost like forming ourselves I see like the divine feminine as water as well like very able to adapt and change to the environment in order to then step into its potential and it's it's like not being so like rigid with things and it has to be this way and it's more like a little this is where like the term like flowy comes in but yeah it's it's definitely about having that level of embodiment but the alignment piece because you'll see a lot of women especially and you know men too but we they get we get up in our mind thinking we're doing all the things you know we're making all the logical steps and choices we've done you know the work why are things not happening like what what's going on here and this is where the frustration comes but if the body as I say if the body doesn't feel in alignment or safe it will then create conflict Okay, that's super interesting because feeling the safe part is probably like something I would never even have thought about. But um, yeah, that's probably like another conversation: how to make yourself feel safe, nearly how to do that. Like, and um, have you time? Is that can we talk about that a little bit? Like, how to make yourself sure? Yeah, yeah. So it's a practice, and one of the things that I say about divine feminine and divine masculine energy is that. It is, it is different for us all. So whether you are new to listening to this type of content before or whether you've been listening to it for a little while, this is more of an invitation to explore what works for you in your life. I'm such a huge believer that we are all our own inner guide. Like we have our own internal guidance system and empowering people to be able to tap into that. I think sometimes 
there can be a sense of feeling disempowered or we give our power away to mentor mentors and you know influencers or coaches who are doing all these amazing things which is great and we we think that they've got the answers but they haven't we've got our own answers and it's about teaching ourselves what feels good for us and how we can begin to feel safe so some examples here it's there's lots of different things i would say the first thing is going into the subconscious mind because when you go into the subconscious mind that's when you bypass the conscious mind and you're able to get to the root cause of why doesn't this feel safe what was it from my past that has led me to feel that this isn't possible for me or this isn't safe for me and you you can go into the subconscious through lots of different ways hypnosis breath work EFT is another great way to be able to tap into the meridian responses of the body and you're basically looking at replacing the old beliefs or the beliefs that have got the current reality you have right now to then create this new chapter and this new version of you that you're calling in so the embodiment side of things is is also huge energy raising your energy and consistently doing it so not just that we do a visualization technique on one occasion then we expect that everything's gonna change in our world or we write our manifestations out on new year's eve for new year's day and we think right okay these are my goals then i'm gonna you know bring this into my world i'm gonna manifest it but then we don't do any work on ourselves it's that belief of knowing I am deserving of this version of me. I'm deserving of what I'm calling in. You know, I have a message to share. Think of all the people. I don't know what people's goals are. It's obviously unique, but thinking of like, I deserve to have a healthy, fit body. I deserve to live a healthy lifestyle. I deserve to have a successful business. Think of the people that I'm going to impact by facing my fears, by stepping into this version of me, by feeling safe as this version of me. And when we alter the self-image, that's when the body starts to feel like it's just more of the norm. So a lot of this is reprogramming the subconscious beliefs and then the conscious beliefs, because obviously our conscious thoughts are also important, like having alignment with what we're saying and how we're feeling, because that's going to be the thing that gets the results. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's... um still like some work to do on on, but it's like reprogramming is kind of like what I I would take from that really is kind of reprogramming the the self-image to become that person that you want to be so your 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 conscious subconscious believes that you are that person so it's safe to get there so yeah I know that's super interesting as well um we have talked about like you've touched a lot on the feminine and masculine but I guess if anyone is listening and like I know we're really into the episode now but what is um feminine masculine energy where like what how do we um are they good are they bad I suppose like people maybe kind of associate them good or bad but like I don't think that's the case I don't think you do either so like let's just talk about um what they are firstly yeah sure so what I would say with divine feminine and masculine is that it has nothing to do with how a person looks it's not gender like specific and in fact we all have feminine and masculine energy within us whether you're male or female the feminine and the masculine can show up for us in different ways and I feel this is just my opinion from you know the work that I've done on myself and my clients that certain certain people have certain more dominant energy than the other or they thrive more in the in one energy than the other but that doesn't mean to say that they should abandon the other energy so for example i'm not all for divine feminine and then divine masculine is bad and and i don't apply that to my life or to my work because it's more about creating unity in both of the energies where we feel a sense of balance and i know the word balance is thrown about a lot now and it can feel a little bit confusing but it's just more about feeling when do i want to step into my feminine and let my feminine lead when do I want to step into my masculine and let my masculine energy lead and if at any point I feel I'm overdoing one over the other 
what needs to change in my life or my actions and habits to create more balance. Um, the masculine energy is about the the doing and the going out and the getting and the hunting and making things happen. It's like taking the scary action, putting yourself out there, having a schedule and structure, sticking to the schedule and structure. Like we need this this stuff in well to function you know, if, if me and you didn't have a schedule of recording this podcast at this date at this time we wouldn't get it done so that's a sense of the masculine required in order to you know create and achieve the things that you want so like I say I'm I know a lot of people are on the online space and they're much more like feminine leadership and just being flowy I'm not so much that I do think we have to have that yeah. sense of like pragmatic approach towards our goals and towards our life and um, and then the feminine is more about connecting to your truth to your intuition the feminine is the multiplier she is the creator the feminine gives birth to life so women through the womb we are able to give birth that is what our genetic makeup is but not only that when you think of things on a kind of like an energetic level we also give birth to ideas whether that is an idea for a project for something in work or you know your business that is where the energetics step in and come to play now what I would say about feminine and masculine energy is there's divine feminine and masculine energies and there's also something that's called wounded feminine and masculine energies. So the two different energies can show up differently. Um, we always have the possibility of falling into one or the other depending on if we're triggered by the external environment. So I'll give you an example. Wounded masculine energy can often be a way of really wanting to control and you know force and it can actually almost fall onto the verge of like aggression if it's not tamed in a way of yes we can take action and we can be assertive you know as women but we don't want it to come across in this energy where it's like the wounded side of of masculine energy wounded feminine on the other hand is when a woman is almost overgiven to the point of wanting to people please and her boundaries are just all over the place that's the best way I can describe it we almost show up in as this damsel in distress energy and wanting someone or something to come and save us whereas divine feminine is about being grounded and secure in herself but then also taking that level of accountability of being able to receive the ideas so she knows what the next step is for her to take to be honest with you Mary there's so much that I could talk about with divine feminine and masculine because it's just something that I just find so fascinating but what to kind of summarize it's understanding how the energies show up for you where are you maybe leaning more into one of the energies than the other and is that helping your life right now your results right now and i would simply invite people to start to explore what that means for them and using this episode as an introduction or a guide maybe or if it's something you've heard before and maybe not looked into more and invite to return back to it because if we but if we're if we're not spending time to connect back to those energies what begins to happen especially with the masculine energy is we work ourselves to the brink of burnout and then we're constantly as i say giving our power away of thinking something outside of us or our achievements and our goals are going to make us feel enough about who we are and the feminine is about knowing you are already enough your happiness is with in and when you return back to that you magnetize the things that you're seeking anyway in your masculine energy because you start to attract these yeah. experiences and then when we align it to the science of the brain the ras is going to seek out the opportunities so it's going to be like you oh, oh i need to reach out to that person i need to post that post on social media because you're you're starting to like get into alignment with that version of you so yeah that's like probably a, I can't even say it's like a simple term of me explaining it but 
No, I think that's really helpful. Even just breaking it down to like masculine is kind of like the aggressive, the goer, the doing and feminine is kind of like, you know, they're more like in in tune with themselves into intuitive um, and yeah, like uh, and creative and got those ideas and things flowing uh, naturally. But like also really interesting to hear of like, say, the wounded versions of those. And I actually mm. really know about those and I can definitely relate to that as well. And it's just, just interesting that like it doesn't make me realize I have come far, like and then I am away from like the wounded version of what of what I was, which is which is good. But um, working on, I get get guess getting balance and working on, you know, um, maybe touching into, say, more of your feminine if you need to if you're maybe more in the masculine or maybe you're just super in the ma- in the feminine as well which you know could be possible and like you need to maybe balance it out with some masculine energy I, I guess obviously one step step one would be maybe the awareness of the what you're you are right now and maybe that could be done through journaling and just really kind of paying attention to things then two how do we start to balance things out a little bit more what would be your like uh, short steps towards that I know it probably isn't short but like <laughs> yeah so yeah so as you say it's establishing which energy you're showing up in more of like self-awareness is huge isn't it self-awareness when we have self-awareness we're really able to take accountability for our life and and see okay certain things aren't working or this is working yeah. and what I would say here especially linking the energies to health is sometimes and I know that this happened for me we think that in order to feel healthier or fitter that we need to do more more workouts more extreme stuff you know constantly do 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 and that that is the masculine energy of feeling that we have to always be in this hamster wheel of the constant doing in order to see results and if you if a person listening is in that space where they go into the gym every single day or five times a week six times a week and they're doing all of these things but then they're not seeing the results I find there's different things here it can either be a means of escape of avoiding how they're feeling and escaping their reality so they're using the action steps of the masculine to cover up what's going on. So this is why a lot of people find it difficult to sit within the feminine. You are right. There are people who are naturally more feminine. Like that's, that is a thing. A lot more people are naturally drawn, not naturally, but almost like have created this image to be more in the masculine because it's deemed acceptable in society yeah yeah. So, world, yeah of course we do yeah of course we do so what I find is when people are in this programmed masculine society creating the space and stillness to sit we find it really difficult and it can cause a lot of feelings of guilt or fear or and I'm not doing the things that I should be doing should and yeah. uh and then this is when all this all these thoughts come in and a lot of people want to avoid that sitting in the stillness and sitting in the void because they think if they're in the stillness and they're in the void of the feminine, they're doing something wrong or they're not doing enough. And it's it's actually changing that belief of if I'm in my masculine too much and I continue at this pace and this level, I'm going to make myself ill. I'm going to burn out and I'm giving it away and away. And years down the line, I'm just going to feel not happy and not fulfilled. Whereas when we sit in the uncomfortableness of the unknown and we allow ourselves to reflect and ask those questions that maybe we've been avoiding, that's when we're able to slowly get our power back because slowing down and tapping into the feminine is going to be the thing that will give you the answers that you are seeking through all the action steps that you're taking it's just it's harder for a lot of us to sit within that stillness now to answer your question if someone is in the feminine loads and they're really finding it difficult to take any aligned action what i would say is connecting back to that inner flame and passion of life so maybe their sacral chakra is blocked and maybe they're finding it difficult to be able to know what action step to take and putting some kind of agency towards their goals and finding something that lights them up find something that maybe connects that inner child within or something that is bigger 
than them. And I find as humans, when we have a mission for something that is bigger than us, we almost show up in a different way because it's like we don't want to let other people down. I think it's a subconscious thing. Like if we make a commitment to something, so if we invest money in something, whether that's a personal trainer or a coach or a therapist, it's like, well, we don't want to miss those sessions because we've invested money. Money is masculine energy, by the way. We've put a commitment there. So we're more led to like get up and do what we need to do. We don't want to miss that because we, we feel that sense of, well, I've committed to it now. So yeah, I would say it's just discovering, oh, how can I commit to myself more? How can I be more devoted towards my future and my goal and get out of it, establishing whether am I in a rut or not? You know, am I feeling passionate and inspired about what I'm doing? Does something need to change? How can I bring more of that fiery energy back? Are any of my chakras blocked? Like there's so many things there that you can do. Yeah. The other thing as well is yoga. I recently went to Bali, as you know, Mary Jo, to do my yoga teacher training. I did 200 hours and I was really called to do that to help me connect back to the body. And when we're, you know, yoga isn't easy in any sense of the imagination and it is a practice and a process that we go through to improve. And it's really about having patience with your body and being in certain postures for a certain amount of time. And trusting that you're, you're going to be okay, you know, you can hold yourself up or you can do this. And that's another key piece of embodying the divine feminine because it's creating the stillness and the relaxation. So, yeah, it's it's hard for me to be able to give like a a, a, a one size description because there's so many people who will listen and who've got different circumstances sure. and different situations. Yeah, so it's definitely like an invitation to explore how it shows up for you and what it looks like. Yeah, I think that in itself is going to be super interesting, helpful and just eye-opening maybe to anyone who's listening. Um, then just before we kind of finish, I guess, um, if we're talking about spirituality and all of this kind of stuff that we've been talking about, what role do you think this has in our our health just like you know our, our everyday health really you know because obviously a huge amount of the work I do is you know helping women become healthier versions of of themselves but I don't talk about spiritual stuff but just because it's not my area and I would be just like wouldn't be my scope at all like but I absolutely love it for myself and like my whole I, I've got like seven years of science education behind me so I'm like a scientist by <laughs> you know by um career name or whatever you want to call it but I absolutely love this stuff and like I've gotten into this probably in the last two three years and I feel like it's brought me so much good things like I have so much um love for it now and uh, like when I say it what I mean is like you know just journaling more getting more inward and like I love like focusing around say full moon and new moon and like using that as a guide kind of like so I'm not journaling every day I'll be honest but I love like full moon rituals where I just like journal that day and then new moon I also like bring in new stuff full moon I let go and things like that and while like you know that might like be not what a scientist would typically do I, I it feels good to me it makes me feel really good and um, you know I definitely am less anxious because of like this I guess belief I have that there's something else out there there's other energies and like I've got guidance out there from something else that's bigger than me and and like obviously everyone has their own like ideas of things and this isn't also to take away from religion like because it's not really like the same like you can name it whatever you want like universe god whatever and because I was brought up in a very catholic house so like Mm. when I speak about this at home they're like what what are you on about like (laughs) but um it's not to take away from that at all um but yeah like I guess um in I suppose a health way what role does spirituality play do you think or does it I definitely think it does because spirituality is a lifestyle it's not a fad I know that spirituality has become more common and popular in the western world and people are more curious which is great a lot of the reasons for that I think is because the evolution shift that's happening on the planet where people are beginning to question the way that we have been living our lives basically what we've been talking about throughout this podcast and people are starting to think about you know their potential their own potential within we're more 
greater than what this physical body is presenting and the things that we have been told is that the truth and we start to ask different questions and spirituality is simply about coming home to who you are coming back to the truth of who you are the person that you were before you were led to believe that you needed to be someone else in order to fit in society if we link this to health I see a lot of like the spiritual practices that I implement for me as a way of feeling good about myself and respecting myself and the divine feminine is about being like a high value woman and if you think about your health, you know, your health is your greatest asset. If we don't have our health, we're not able to show up as our potential self. We're not able to take the scary action. And whether that is your physical health or your mental health, you know, both of them are essential. So spirituality really does support you to feel like you aren't alone. Like this is huge for me, actually, because we can put a lot of pressure on our shoulders that we have to make it happen it's all down to us but really you know there are so many other components of things that we don't have to know all of the answers and with your health it's about honoring and respecting your body for what it is mm -hmm. and honoring you and you know, your soul and then doing the things that help you to be able to you know prioritize your health and show up as the version of you that mm. is in alignment with health spirituality too can also take off the pressure especially for women of needing to look a certain way in order to be healthy you know mental health you can't look at someone and make a judgment whether they have good mental health or bad mental health like that's just it's just off the table but a lot of women especially feel that that a healthy version of us in in wellness is down to what your body looks like. But I know that, especially when I was at my height of over-exercising and over-training, is that I was doing that from a place of lack. Yeah. I wasn't connected to my spiritual truth. So even though I was the leanest that I've ever been and the number on the scale was the lowest it's ever been, I didn't feel that sense of wellness within so it's it's taken that pressure off it being the external and it's yeah. going kind of internal but it's definitely about like valuing yourself making decisions that make you feel good it's not about being selfish by the way because if you constantly put other people before you how are you able to show up as the best version for you for them because yeah. you're abandoning yourself yeah. so yeah I think you know health and wellness is a huge part of my life even though spirituality new moon rituals full moon rituals as, you, as you've just touched on there's so much we could go into and there's so many different components to it it's easy to get overwhelmed isn't it but I think it's just simply about okay well what does wellness mean to me what does spirituality mean to me this is a way of living this is a way of life and bringing that unity together and altering your self-image in order to reflect that yeah yeah I do th I think it's a way of life really and it's not like like you say a fad it is just um yeah and like you don't have to do every single thing that's out there just do what feels good for you I think that's what the important part is as well and just like if something sits right with you great but you don't have to do absolutely everything that everyone else is doing because it just mightn't be for you and I can certainly say that I don't do everything at all and um, but I do touch in on a few things and I think that's the way the message I'd like to get out there like um just do what feels right for yourself and like again like you say it's all about respecting yourself like if you want to be healthy and feel your best what does a person who respects himself do do you skip your workout or do you skip your yoga or you do you eat junk food all the time you know that's not really showing your love or respect for your body so when you kind of reframe it to I'm actually caring and respecting myself um it kind of it's, it becomes more enjoyable it's less about like restriction or a chore I've got to do this it's more about I really want to do this for myself because I care mm. and respect for myself so um, I do think that's an important outlook or um, mind frame to uh, to look at when you're looking at your health I guess but like you said we could literally talk for ages there's so much more I like to nearly talk about but like 
without overwhelming people I think we might just leave it at there leave it there uh, for today Um, I absolutely enjoyed that episode so much I like really just was sitting back just like really taking it all in Um, so thank you so much Laura, for for joining me Um, if people want to check your page out or fo- follow you or even work with you let people know what you do I guess so they can get an idea of of that as well yeah sure I have enjoyed so much what we spoke about in this podcast podcast because there's just we could just go into it and into it and into it couldn't we but yeah in terms of finding more from me so I have my own podcast which is called lift yourself with Laura and it is available on all major podcast platforms I'm on Instagram Laura lifts I do have a TikTok which is also Laura lifts but I'm not as consistent with TikTok and then in terms of the work that I do I have been in the process of developing a a program let's say specifically for female business owners and people in the fitness space personal trainers to support them to connect to their divine feminine energy maybe they're overly and they're masculine and with the intention of getting results in their personal life and also in their professional life so when I say results it's the getting closer to magnetizing the things that they want into their world so that is coming very soon if people are interested in knowing a little bit more about that I also do one-to-one mentorship specifically around like mindset divine feminine energy and I am also a qualified hypnotherapist too so I do hypnosis sessions um separate yeah I'm an advanced hypnotherapist and then with the yoga um as I only recently got back from Bali that still kind of I I haven't got anything kind of intentionally set in stone yet but yeah so that's where people can find me Mm -hmm. and if you ever want to have a little bit more of a chat about Divine Feminine if you're really interested in this episode then my DMs are always open you can come along and drop me a message and I'd love to connect with you um that's amazing thank you so much just go back to the hypnosis can you do do them virtually or do you need to be um present like face to face now I do both yeah I do both I do I do virtually and then I've done um in-person ones like obviously because I'm based in Liverpool so anyone who's like local in the area I can will do it in person but then I've got clients who aren't like in Scotland or I've had a client in Australia so it's just yeah it's still just as effective and so powerful and like I said earlier on it's going into the subconscious that's interesting I might look you up about that later on <laughs> but, uh, yeah so thank you so much again uh, Laura I really really enjoyed this episode I hope you all enjoyed this as well uh, if you do please um, share it with people to, to listen to it and leave a review on iTunes and um, yeah I would really appreciate it and thank you again and I'll be back next week with another episode